Hey, welcome to This Is Everything, episode number four with my guest, Reed Murray. Um, I just want to give you guys another quick intro at the top of this and say thank you very much for listening so far. Uh, the first three episodes have been good. I'm glad that you guys are enjoying them from what I'm hearing, and I'm excited to bring more to you. So yeah, Reed is a, a good friend of mine, and he was actually on tour with Say Anything. Um, he's the drummer for them, so I actually grabbed him a few days after he got off tour, so we have a, have a fun talk about a, a tour life and how, how the past tour was, and also... Um, a tour musician having to come home and work a nine-to-five job and all that kind of stuff. And we talk about uh, other projects that he's been involved in and stuff that he's doing now, uh, whether it be uh, his solo stuff um, under the name Reed, um, the project that he's been in for the past couple of years called Carolhood, which includes Nate Young, previously of Anne Berlin, and Tim McTagg, previously of Under Oath. Uh, that's their project together. And uh, a past band's uh, Tall Heart was his old band, uh, previously called Marksman. So we go into that kind of stuff, talk about... Uh, uh, music that we're both um, getting into, some old stuff we've been listening to, um, and we go into just all over the place, TV, movies, uh, we nerd out a little bit on the Lord of the Rings movies and how much we love them, and uh, kind of the opposite way with the, the Hobbit movies and how much we don't love those, and uh, then we go into some heavier stuff, whether it be uh, just family, and uh, we touch on like mortality and that kind of stuff, but it kind of leads into just a uh, uh, how to uh, be a happy person and, and have a fun life and that kind of stuff and enjoy the moment. So it's a good talk. So yeah, thanks again for listening. Um, if you want to follow State Lines and everything we're doing on our network and the website, um, it includes this podcast and we have a couple other podcasts and some great content coming out. So uh, you can follow us on Facebook. We're at facebook.com slash State Lines. Uh, Twitter is at Tweet State Lines. Instagram is at State Lines. And Tumblr is officialstatelines.tumblr.com. And uh, you can follow me on Twitter. I'm at Daniel underscore Cura. And if you want to follow Reed, uh, go ahead and do that. Um, he's on Twitter at Reed Murray, R-E-E-D-M-U-R-R-A-Y. And, uh, yeah, pick up his stuff. Um, like I said, he has um, his solo stuff coming out under the name just Reed. You can follow that or find that on iTunes. Um, he has two EPs out right now. One's called Dissipate, and the other's called Carry You. Um, or you can find it on Bandcamp. It's reedmurray.bandcamp.com. And uh, while you're on iTunes and whatnot, go ahead and check out Carolhood, C-A-R-R-O-L-L-H-O-O-D. And, uh, yeah, check out uh, the most recent Say Anything album. Reed dr uh, drummed on that, and it's, uh, it's an interesting album. It's a, it's a rock album. Uh, it's collaborative, and there's no guitars on it. So it's all all uh, strings and drums by Reed and, obviously, vocals and that kind of stuff. So, yeah, uh, anyway, that's that's about it. I uh, hope you guys enjoy this episode. Um, so here it is, episode number four of This Is Everything with Reed Murray. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. We have a special treat for you today. We have the one, the only. Welcome to the State Lines Network. Not much, man, other than this crazy-ass rain. Oh. Have you been? Good. Good. Uh, yeah, this is crazy. I didn't realize it was raining all month, apparently. Yeah, yeah. Because you I, just... Because I got... got yeah, I got back Monday. Monday from tour. Tour. How was yes. that? It was really fun. Yeah. Was it a... Was it a full U.S.? Or where did yeah. you guys go? Okay. Well, we had one Canada date okay. in Toronto, but gotcha. besides that, it was the all, U.S. Was it all over the place? Like, did you do like... Tour's always kind of... The, the route's always kind of intrigue me. Do you, where do, you, always, do you start from Texas? Usually we do. Yeah. yeah. That's where Max is. Because right? we rehearse in Tyler. Oh, okay. Texas. Gotcha. So East Texas. That's where Max lives. Yeah. Our singer. I guess I feel like I have to explain stuff. No, I mean, it's whatever. But, it's just. 
Yeah, so he lives out there, and basically his garage he converted into a studio. Okay. And so we rehearse inside the studio. And then this time around, though, we had four extra people, a string quartet. (laughs) Yeah, I saw that. That's awesome. So that was fun, but because of that, we rehearsed as five of us. Uh You know, me, our guitarist Kenny, our keyboard player Parker, bassist Garen, and then Max would come in every now and then to check up on things and sing a little bit. But yeah. besides that, he didn't really have to be there. Yeah. It was more for us to work out sure. as a band what Shake we wanted to yeah. play. Yeah. Yeah. So That's then cool. we had to move into a bigger space near the end of rehearsing to have the string players come in, the quartet. Mm. Yeah. And rehearse with us for like two days. That's cool. Because yeah. Hebrews was mostly, well, it was a lot of... Strings, yeah, the so. last album he yeah, released, yeah. it was all strings, Yeah, pretty so, much. Yeah. No guitars, but we had guitars live yeah. as well That's on cool. this on this run. Yeah. So it was fun. But we had to figure out a lot logistically, and then even when we showed up to meet with the string players, it was crazy. Because <laughs> we're both in different worlds. Yeah. They have the classical music world, Yeah. and we're just Not. play rock music. <laughs> yeah. And so it was this weird, really weird difference between they can just come in without really learning the music or hearing the songs and just read the sheet music mm-hmm. and play while they're going. While as you know, whereas for us, it's we yeah. just memorize everything sure, and never have to look at any piece of sheet music, mm-hmm. or, you know. Yeah. So for them, yeah, it was crazy to them because they couldn't believe that we could remember like all these all yeah. these parts, and we couldn't believe they could just read the music <laughs> as off, you go. Yeah, off yeah. the bat. So it's pretty cool. It's crazy. Was it? Uh, were they coming in? I, I didn't get to the show. It was in Orlando, the the one close to here. Right? Yeah, that was yeah. the closest show. I didn't, I didn't make it to that. Um, did you? It wasn't all Hebrews, though, was it? No. Okay, yeah. So they. It was maybe four or five songs from so that that's album. Crazy. Yeah. So everything else. So strings on all the old stuff. Yeah, too. that's crazy. It was kind of across the board. We had a couple songs from pretty much each record. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, and it's inter- it's a cool. Well, just that album itself is cool to do just a different thing. But then I yeah. guess it, it's important to kind of do that for tours too, especially if I mean fans come out so often to kind of change yeah. it up like that. I mean that was our third U.S. tour in one year, Jesus, which is that's crazy. crazy. So. That's Which nuts. I was even surprised. Yeah, the turnout was as good as it was. Really? I mean, it's a different dynamic this time around with string players, mm-hmm. but still, it's yeah. You know, that's nuts. Kids, Did just... you guys play House of Blues? Is that where it was? Yeah. Or, okay. Yeah. yeah. In downtown Disney. <laughs> that's such a weird. Um, yeah. Setup to me. Well, like not setup because I mean I House love of the Blues venue. Whatever. Yeah. I just... I'm not crazy about the area about downtown because there's music. only so much. Because it's can weird. Do. It's across from like a candy and shop everything's and everything's overpriced. <laughs> yeah. and... It's literally across from an arcade and a, and a gift shop. Yeah, and there so... is a tiki bar over there now. Really? Where? Not in downtown Disney necessarily. I forgot the area. It's nearby. You can just take okay. yeah an Uber or yeah, um, yeah, yeah. a shuttle. It's really close. But yeah, they well, just we... opened it and it's insane. Yeah, because down the street, because it's just like that strip, and then we when we went to um, the the farewell in Berlin show. Oh yeah. So like off there, like it's kind of like it's, so it's, it's, it's like a weird. There. Yeah, because you're on tour for that too, right? Yeah. Jeez, 
I know. Sucking up your life, man. But yeah. No, it's fine. <laughs> it's, it's fun. <laughs> I just was sad to miss that show. It, you was, know? it was nuts. Um, yeah, it's, yeah, the actual, I mean, I say strip, like it's Vegas. It's just candy shops and an arcade in yeah. downtown Disney. But yeah, then like off of it, it's kind of like a step for wives kind of yeah. Vegas. <laughs> I know. It's um, true. Yeah. Oh man! So tour was yeah. good though. It was just, great, really fun. We went out a lot as a band, more yeah. than we have before. Yeah. After shows. Yeah. Not crazy partying or anything, really. It was just all of us were more free or like down to hang. Yeah. I guess because crazy. I don't know. At least for me, the last couple of tours, I'd have a lot of friends come out or acquaintances. Mm-hmm. Which is fine, but then it turns into an all-night occasion. <laughs> yeah. Because... Especially if you're in that town, seeing them. Because both know. sides are feeling obligated to hang out. Mm-hmm. And I feel like sometimes friends will want to take you out because they feel like they should, and they don't want you to be bummed, but then you you play a show, and all you want to do is sleep. Just chill, <laughs> yeah. So... You uh you guys went to visit Brent at uh, Emo Night, right? Yeah. That was crazy. In Chicago. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was really fun. That was one of those late nights where yeah. a lot of us hung out. And it That's was so a little much bit fun. Different, though. Oh, it's yeah. so much fun. Yeah. That's totally different than just, than just going to a bar after or whatever. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's fun to hang out with people. But I felt like it was just getting too... It was too chaotic. Yeah. that That's always... Int- like... You could it was wearing this, me out. Yeah, you could probably answer this question because I'm always interested in um, when on tour at like one what point if it does like just turn into like a start blurring together into like like this is pretty from, quickly for me. Okay, because for for me, my memory in general is just kind of yeah broad strokes of stuff. So I know if I were on tour, I'd, like after like a week or two, I'd just be. Like in a haze of yeah. still enjoying it, but not remembering what happened. Know when. what day it is, <laughs> yeah. or yeah, you don't know what day of the week it is. You don't know what date <clears throat> it is necessarily. You only gauge your <laughs> schedule by the city you're in. So okay. one day you can be in, you know, wake up and be like, oh, today's Texas. Next <laughs> week's gonna be Las Vegas. That's so. And you only bizarre. really. Yeah, you only label your schedule just by the city. The city. Because at that point, that's all that matters. You just wake up. At least for us, we, we're in a bus, which is mm-hmm. really great. Yeah. But not so bad. So you go to bed, driver shows up, drive through the night, sleep in a bunk, wake up usually by the time we're already in the city mm-hmm. for the next show, and you just walk around. Just chill. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's, it's pretty weird. Because yeah, I, I only quote unquote work for an hour and a half every day yeah. for a show. Yeah. When you really think about and it, that's the thing too. Like, like even with you, like when you're in town. Yeah. Well, I mean, that not that I mean, other than the fact that you live here, but yeah. like when you're in town, like <laughs> on tour or whatever, like it, it'd always be cool like to hang out or just like other bands that roll through. But yeah, if it's a weekday, it's just kind of like you said, you're just walking around because yeah. everyone else that you might know might just be just doing their regular job or whatever right. you can't come and i work a normal schedule like when you're home. eight to four you... nine to five whatever you want to call it yeah when i'm home so it's weird for me because it t- i have to adjust in both cases whether yeah. i'm going on tour or coming back from tour yeah i mean i got back on monday only a few days ago and i'm still adjusting i went right back to work 
Oh, really? On Monday? Or Tuesday? Uh, not Tuesday. Well, I did some work from home on Tuesday, then I went in. Gotcha. On Wednesday, and then I just, it's been gotcha. chaos, but... So I'm trying to <laughs> get back on the East Coast time from the West Coast time, and yeah, there's a whole lot of adjustment. Get back into civilization. Yeah. Yeah. But it's not too bad. I'll I mean, fine. it's a good problem. It's great. I yeah. mean, it's such a weird life. I'd imagine. It's fun, yeah. and I'm, I'm glad to do it while I can. I don't, I don't want to do that forever, though. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Well, and it's also the fact that you do have a, like a quote-unquote nine-to-five job here. Yeah feel like will help you stay a little bit balanced yeah like, it's nice like person speaking personally like my mentality would be that'd be touring really cool like i said it'll probably turn into a blur yeah but then i feel like after like three days of being home i would just go go crazy mm-hmm. like I'd, I'd probably work on like music or whatever but then after a while like yeah not i mean granted 95s can't get to you but yeah something to kind of keep you yeah, it's good. It's good to be involved in something outside of music because I work in finance. Yeah. But so when I come home, I have a moment of kind of a freak out. Not a freak out, but you just come back home and you feel like, what did I just do it with my life <laughs> yeah. for two months? All I did was just hang out with friends and yeah. have an amazing time. And it was it's great, but then you just feel worthless and you don't feel like you accomplished much of anything so then you have to get back into swing of things when you're at home and it's cool though because i get to bounce back and forth in two different areas yeah. of yeah of uh, i don't know music and finance it definitely differs and the yeah. branch office <laughs> a is a lot bit. different yeah. from being on a stage playing with some of my closest friends yeah and then i don't even tell people at work really what i do really not really. That's awesome. <laughs> because there's not much to say. Yeah. Not a lot of the people at my office are my age. Okay. So... So do they think you just, like, take off for random months for... They know I play music. Okay. But they think I play in dive bars. <laughs> I was about to say, I just really hope that they all think that you're Which, just, like, a slacker. Doesn't there's nothing, come in there's for nothing wrong with that at all. But on Mondays, occasionally... Yeah. Usually every other month. There's at least one month I'll be walking around and somebody comes up to me and like, oh, so how was your weekend? I'm like, it was cool. Just hung out. And they're like, oh, you didn't go out and play with the band like downtown at a bar or anything? I was like, no, we're taking a break right now. I mean, everyone lives in like, like, other oh. states. They're like, oh, okay. I don't explain yeah, any of that stuff. Crazy. It's too much to explain. And not, I don't, I feel like that. Sounds like I'm being rude. Oh, I no, just, no, no, no. It's it's fine. I feel like the less people know, the better. Because then... Especially if you see them every day. It can yeah. be kind of... Yeah, Not I hear that, that it would be weird. It just... I don't think they fully understand anyway, so... Yeah. There's no point in me trying. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I feel like definitely... Like, this sounds so pretentious. <laughs> and it's not... But the term I was going to use of music of our generation. But, like, that touring musician life is different than what it was for like our parents generation for the most you know what i mean like right you mean the stigma well just not even the stigma just like that i feel i could be wrong but most of like the concerts i always hear like my parents went to are always just like arena tours and and stuff like that so the fact that you can be in a touring band and not 
being being like Motley Crue or something. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's either no, like it's that good, or dive bar. I can see that. It's a good middle ground. I can see how they might have a problem grasping that. Yeah. There's other. You're not doing open mic nights. Yeah, that is one thing. They'll. Some people will come up to me at work and ask if I watched American Idol the night before. <laughs> and I'm just. I just. Because they know I am involved in music somehow, <laughs> so, so they think I just constantly sit there watch The Voice and American Idol, and but you do, <laughs> no, not at all. So, I'm uh, so out of touch with that. That's that's ridiculous. That's crazy. But, yeah. So it's good to be home. I'd imagine it's nice. It's cool because you know, if I was immersed in music full time, mm-hmm. if I was home and not working where I am now. And just worked on music, which I do in between yeah. the time that I have off mm-hmm. from work here. But if I was just constantly putting myself into music, I would drive myself insane. I can't do it. Because then it just becomes a routine. And it's not as yeah. exciting anymore. So it's cool Like when I go on tour and I'm fully in music. I get burned out. I come back. I work. Then after a couple of weeks, I get yeah. antsy again, and so then I'll work on music. Yeah, I feel like I'm the same kind. I of get work. excited about it. Just in general, just yeah. I just have a hard time sticking on something for too long. Yeah. Even if I do like music, like if I love it or whatever. Yeah, but, I just like bouncing back and forth yeah. because it it just gives you a moment to let your mind take yeah a it, breather and refresh, and then you sure. can kind of come back with a more uh, clear head. Yeah, and work on. Whatever it is. Yeah, that's what I was going to say, too. I was just going down that, like... I feel, especially creatively, if you're in a mindset for too long... Like, yeah. good stuff obviously comes out of it, but then also... feel like you, you can run the, the risk of just yeah. overthinking. No, too much of anything is not yeah. good. Yeah. You have to give yourself a balance <laughs> in some way. Yeah. And it's true. It's that's so true. You can't drink too much coffee as much as I would like to. <laughs> yeah. Man, but anyway, I, so how have you been? Good, dude. Um, the this podcast has been taking up a lot of the outside free time, but um, yeah, <laughs> but uh, it's good. I mean, it's a good problem. But we, I mean, how's it been going? I saw you got nominated for Best of the Bay. We're we're one of the nominations, but also that's cool. We're going up against like <laughs> radio, like radio guys. So it's more of just a hey, we're there. So, At least you're there. But I mean, That's it's cool. cool. We're we're uh, for state lines. We're just we relaunched and we're just kind of revamping up. So it's been good. Nice. I mean, it's Sorry. so early. I it's... didn't mean to like derail the oh, no, conversation. <laughs> I will uh, gladly talk about myself. No, but uh, it's. Uh, I mean, it's good. That was uh, a way of deflecting you asking me questions. No, it's all good. It's uh, no, I'm just kidding. But to answer your question, yeah, it's good. It's uh, it's definitely a learning curve. This is going to be the fourth episode, so I mean, all right. we don't have a ton I heard, of I heard a couple... I heard the one with Brent. Yeah. That was what I thought it would be. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I loved it so much. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, I guess we should mention that I met you through Brent. Yes. So, um, so it's weird. I like, forget that. Yeah. You know, it's been a while. It's It's been a couple years, but, but yeah. Um, I mean, what, maybe it, six... Yeah. Five? Maybe five years. Yeah. Because he, he was managing the band you were in at yeah. that time. Yes. And then we hooked up. I was up. in a band before Say Anything called Tallheart, which yeah. was called Marksman before. Yeah. And then before that, we were called Glasgow. Yeah, I forgot about that. So, 
But there's that. <laughs> there's that tidbit. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so he was managing you guys when you were. I think you were a mark, marksman at that point, and then yeah. So that's how I met you guys and stuff. Before so. we were tall heart. Before. Yes. Before the name change. I hated the name change. <laughs> I hate band names so much. They're, I hate it's naming the worst. bands. It's hard to. It's so hard to think of band names. Dude, yeah, I uh, even for like project that I'm kind of starting working on, like it's it's the worst. Yeah. Like I can, I can write lyrics all day. Yeah. But. I feel like it's just too much pressure because yeah. if you're writing, I think lyrics, too much about it. That's the that's the problem. Yeah, I I envy bands who have the worst names, <laughs> right. but you don't really think about it. Yeah, yeah. I and mean, then come it, on, what band name out there is actually good? Yeah. When you really think about it, if you yeah completely cut off any association with their music, not hearing it ever, and you just read the name, like Radiohead. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, I feel like it's hard because, like, when you're writing a song or lyrics or whatever, even like the next line, you can redeem something that you're not super a fan of, but the name is like, yeah, that's that's it. Because names don't really matter, but I care about it. Oh no, why do I care? That's my thing. I don't. Why do I think too much about it? So I hate it. There's a you can always just go the modern route of just a full sentence with yeah. like commas and punctuation. What's that one band? It's it's such a long name. It kind of annoys me. I haven't heard their music. They might there's, actually be good. I hear them about them a lot now. There's, there's the world a is a beautiful place, and I'm no longer afraid to die. I think that's the name. <laughs> I've never heard this, but that's the name of the that's band. A joke. I haven't Crazy. heard. I haven't heard the music though. I'm sure it's. I hear, I hear a lot about them. Yeah. I just the name is so long, but that's why when I released the two EPs like yeah. on my own, I just named it after my first name. Just read. Well, yeah, and that's I just did not want branding. to think about it. Yeah, I did not. It wasn't even that. It was just I don't want to think yeah. about a name. I it's hear my you. first name. Technically, even if there is another band mm-hmm. or any other artist. With the name Reed. It's just your name. It's my name, so legally, (laughs) I can't be forced to drop it. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I hear that. Going back to that, I feel like the only... The challenge of finding a good one, I feel, would be City and Color. Just because I feel like that's... Because you you know where it came from, or no? I don't. Okay, well, because Dallas Green is him, so his first name is a city and his last name is a color. Really? Yeah. Ah. So that's like the only one that I'm always thinking about. Like, son of a bitch, he did. <laughs> that's actually... Okay, we'll give him that. We'll give him that one. So we have one good band name. Our <laughs> guitarist, Kenny, and say anything. He, mm-hmm. He's in the bo- band Monine. Mm-hmm. He sings in a great band. I don't know if you've heard them before ever. I've, I've heard every They were on Vagrant couple. back in the yeah. day. Yeah. They've been on a break, but they're getting ready to do some shows pretty soon. I think they're actually playing one today. Really? Their first show in a couple years. That's awesome. And I wish I was there. But anyway, besides the <laughs> point, he he's a guitar tech for City and Color. Oh, okay. So yeah. he's gotten me into them a little bit now. Or him. I guess it's just Dallas. But so yeah, I've yeah. gotten into some of the music lately. Yeah. <laughs> I just cool. haven't really heard it before. Yeah, I, it's I just, a... I'm bad about 
like following up on new music somewhere. I was not that he's new he's been around forever but uh, dude I hear you I was just talking to it might have been actually Brent the other day even bands that like I been fans of forever yeah I feel like and it's just me being lazy but like I've been forgetting just to pick up new albums because yeah. it's so easy to hear like whether it be I, I know. know Spotify I mean it's a love hate thing for like Spotify artists, actually but... I got it so they had a promotion. It was uh-huh. ninety nine cents for yeah, three yeah, months, yeah. and I was and I finally gave in. Yeah, I thought, okay, fine, you got yeah. me, Spotify. Yeah, here we go, and it's really, it's great. I yeah. really like it. Yeah, and it's actually gotten me. It's given me the ability to get into new music again. Sure. Yeah. I never would have. I don't think I would have sought out as much new music if I didn't have that. I've kind of so had. It's pretty cool. And then if I like the album enough, I'll just go buy it. Yeah. I've kind of been... So when, like, a band that I follow forever has been dropping, like, an, an album, mm-hmm. I've been kind of bad recently, and I'm fixing it about, like, actually picking it up. So I've been, like, doing the same thing, like, listening to it, or then... Yeah. Or alternatively, I've been just, like, pre-ordering it. Which, right. So, because I just forget. So, yeah. like, I pre-ordered the new Frank Turner album that came out yesterday. Okay. But then, See, like... See, he's another example of somebody I've never really dude, listened to, uh, but I always hear about him. I'm sure I'll like it. It's the same kind of thing, almost, I mean, different styles of music, but kind of like yeah. City in Color, where it's okay. him, but then he kind of has a set band that okay. kind of, that plays, I mean, tours with them too, but like right. plays on the albums. I okay. think think that think Dallas Green's band might be a little bit more open rotation. Apparently the new, the new album that he's putting out, the band recorded with him. Frank Turner or City in Color? No, City in Color. Yeah. I I heard a new song. They did like a, a special... It's a like, nine minute long song, right? That one's awesome. Yeah. It's they really they cool. released like a new one. That one's like... That was the one Kenny showed me because he's showed me a few songs yeah. lately, but... That one's like jammy, kind it's so of. It's good. It's more... Not jammy. Jammy's the wrong word. It's like Pink jammy, Floyd-ish. Jammy, it's jammy. It's, yeah. There's nothing wrong with jammy. No, 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 no. I love jammy, but I feel like... Jammy. It definitely has... <laughs> I love jammy. Talking about jammy jammies. and our jammies. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but... It's uh, I feel like it's definitely has a concise flow. I, yeah. When I think jammy, I think like kind of just Dave Matthews. <laughs> yeah, or just like improv <laughs> kind of stuff. Yeah, but the second one that they There's kind of wrong with Dave Matthews, though, by the way. Yeah, not my cup of tea. Not my cup of tea, but I I, I can you watch. Gotta give it to him. I can watch that drummer live all oh day. Oh my gosh, Carter. Yeah. Uh, Beaufort? Beaufort? I Think so. Something like that, but he's amazing. Yeah. But um, but yeah, the second song that they dropped, they did like one of the special like hear the new track on whatever website, and they you know, and they just do like little synopsis of it. Yeah. But the crazy part about that second song was Dallas Green. It was a quote from him saying that he just like he just wrote it by himself and then brought mm-hmm. it to. So the recording on the album is the first time the band ran through it. That's so they sick. were like learning it. So it's not. So I was telling. Frank, I was telling, but like so, you can kind of hear like the drum beat isn't like super repetitive because he's yeah. like figuring it out as he's playing. It's more organic. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. That's cool. Yeah, I like that. But uh, do I need to lean in more? Um, I think we're picking it up. Am fine. I sitting too far? <laughs> no, you should be good. I didn't know what the gauge was here. Yeah, it's a it's a good mic. mic. It's picking up. We've realized on the past couple of podcasts a lot of clatter on the table that's oh. on. So that's why I brought this table over here. Where good call. On. But um. Yeah, I need to. It's the setup's growing as I get a little bit more money hey, for it. But baby steps. It's good. Yeah, that's ideally cool. we won't be sitting in my living room every time I do a podcast. We have. I know you just you haven't seen the new house yet, but no. Um, 
through the bedroom we have like an office connected. Nice. But that's just where all of our crap is from when we moved in. <laughs> so <laughs> eventually we'll set I'll set up like a table in there with like chairs yeah. and stuff so you can actually Totally. And also I feel bad because every almost every time that I've recorded I've kind of had to kick my wife out because, like, <laughs> she, I mean, she it's to the point where she's not, like, I don't have to ask oh, her, no. but, like, like she went out with a friend right now because, whatever. She was here for Brent's, and I felt so bad because she was... She couldn't hang out? Well, because Brent and I were chatting like we are now. Right. Um, for those listening, Reed's on the couch, there's a coffee table with my mic in between us, and then yep. I'm across from him in the chair. And then... You gotta for, give everyone the full visual. Yeah. Behind Daniel is a TV. <laughs> With a mustache sticker on it. Yep. But yeah, for for Brent, she was here. She was here, and she, I mean, awesome. You can't hear her, but I feel bad because I feel like a like a jerk. I'm like, hey, just. Shh. But she was totally cool. But she was cooking in the kitchen, which makes me sound super like, <laughs> hey, you go cook while I'm in here. But like, <laughs> full disclosure, she felt like cooking. We don't cook all that often, oh, so no. she was making dinner, and then like, because Brent was here, and I, we offered him some dinner or whatever. But then. <laughs> Our podcast went long, and then afterwards, I was talking with her or whatever, and she was saying hey to Brent and whatnot, and I was like, did you already eat? And I was, she was like, yeah. I was like, did you eat in the kitchen? Like, we don't have, it's just counters in our kitchen, so. Oh my god! poor woman ate standing up poor in the girl. kitchen. So. Bless her soul. Eventually, we'll get a, get a set up in the so office, so she everyone, can actually stay in her house. So we, you know, to your listeners, thank you to your wife. Right. For allowing us to, yeah, allowing she, me uh, to come in and separate you two for right. an hour or however uh, she long. Went to, she went to a movie. She's cool. What movie? Uh, she went to go see Trainwreck with her friend. What's that? It's the one with uh, um, Judd, Apatow, Judd Apatow did it with Amy Schumer and um, uh, like there's a bunch of people in it. Uh, Freaking uh, LeBron James is in it. Um, the basketball player? Yeah. <laughs> it's supposed to be like... like <laughs> what? The, it's so weird because they're billing it as like from the guy who brought you bridesmaids because oh wait a minute um, who's the the guy from Bill SNL? Hader Hader yeah yeah Bill Hader's in it oh my gosh so, oh man I think I saw something about it yeah. when we were it was some day off that we had on this past tour mm-hmm. and we were in the hotel room taking showers because usually like day off we'll get a hotel room. So that everyone has a space to shower in yeah. if they want. So everyone's going in and out of this room, rotating showers, and the TV's on, and it's I don't even doesn't even matter what channel it was, mm-hmm. not sure. But it was doing this feature on that film. I didn't know what the name was yeah. at the time. But it was going through the whole description of the movie. It was <laughs> the thing where you have they have the actors explain the whole plot yeah and they're trying to sell it to you way too hard so when you see that at least for me whenever i see a preview on a movie like before the trailers actually yeah. start and it, yeah. it's like the new hit show and then it's like it's trying like, really hard yeah the actor's like i really threw myself in this role <laughs> maybe really but i don't know and they they really try to tell you how good the show is yeah. or movie and that to me is a sign, a sign. yeah right off the bat that it's not going to be very good. So yeah. I was watching this, and my mind was just blown because it was an Apatow movie. Yeah. And I I usually like those movies. I, I haven't seen it, though, to be fair. Yeah. It could be good. I'm letting her uh, I just was test surprised. out the waters. But yeah, yeah I was um, just surprised that they did that. For an Apatow movie. Yeah. yeah. I was talking to uh, Noelle, my wife, the other day, and, uh, about 
Apatow movies because I mean I love <clears throat> for the most part I love all of them. But oh, yeah, me too. I made a mistake one time of like, oh, I'll watch. I, I say mistake, personal mistake of watching a director's cut of one of his movies one okay. time, and uh, it was I think it was knocked up, and I had a hard time getting through it. Like you could tell like all the scenes that were cut. Was it that <laughs> for a reason? Were they bad? They weren't. It was just it felt like you're watching a really long movie. Like oh. it just felt really long. And like, see, it's hard with those kind of movies, like a romantic comedy. Yeah. How many of those scenes do you really think you missed out on? Or yeah, I mean, something like Lord of the Rings. When those movies <laughs> yeah. came out, not Hobbit. That is oh, dead to me. God. But, but uh, and we can go into that. If yeah. You want. But Lord of the Rings. <laughs> You know, those three movies, man, so good. And I always, whenever they came out on DVD mm-hmm. afterwards, I always got the extended. Yeah, version. no, yeah, those particular, I, I was And sick, I did like, not care. Oh, they like, were great, cause yeah. Because at that point, it's like the movie's already two and a half, three hours oh, long. Oh, sure, So sure. it's like, what's another another 30 minutes But also point? for those, it's so deep that I feel like I'm yeah. over again. I mean, because they're like the shit. books. Like, I read the books, so yeah. it's obviously anyone who complains about the movie not being like the book of course it's not it's yeah. condensed into just a two hour film of course yeah. it's not gonna get all the details they're not gonna get everything you want in there so i never care yeah if it's not it's not gonna get every detail so i always enter any yeah. movie that's based on a book just with an open mind sure. and don't really mind if it's not yeah. gonna be totally true that uh yeah, I'm a big fan of the extended cuts of Lord of the Rings, yeah. but also that adds more to the story. Whereas the extended cut cut of Knocked Up is like a couple more yeah. dick jokes by <laughs> Seth Rogen exactly. that just didn't land. Yeah, and yeah. Like, I'm like, okay, I get why that was cut because yes. the scene was just kind of totally. kind of awkward. That makes sense. Um, so the Hobbit, the Hobbit. I have so full disclosure. What happened? Yeah, I have. So I have a group of friends that are like love uh Tolkien and they're yeah. just like full The Hobbit it. was my favorite book out of the series yeah. growing up. They um so my when friend Michael asked. said the best quote I think is <laughs> the Hobbit movies is just three movies of fan fiction <laughs> that oh. that uh that that they made I don't but know what they were thinking. My I mean my uh, what's his name? The, Guillermo del, del Toro, Toro, right? Yes. I think that's Hobbit? his name. Cuz no, he was originally supposed yeah. to be, I don't know if it was a director or a producer. He mm-hmm. was going to have a pretty big influence on the movie. Mm-hmm. And you, you've seen Pan's Labyrinth, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Or it, it's amazing. Yeah. And he didn't want to do 3D. Yeah. It, they bought it heads like him and Peter Jackson apparently butt heads, at least from what I've read into yeah. it. And so he left. Yeah. They had disagreements, and it's all 3D, and it's all yeah. this three I, movies. And right. I'm like. Also, I, I feel like I know I know it's a, a kid quote unquote kids book, children's book. Yeah, but, but that first so is one, Harry Potter. Yeah, you know. Yeah, also, yeah, no. I mean, I say that. And, I, I mean, say that with the quote unquote. The last few movies of Harry Potter were insane. Were dark, I mean, yeah. obviously the first couple were definitely kids kids yeah. movies, but yeah. Anyway. Well, even those stories themselves, like you know, what I mean. yeah. But I mean, this. I mean, one the main villain is like a metaphor for Hitler and genocide. You know yeah. what I mean? But like. Um, but even, like, I know they're all kind of quote-unquote kids' movies. Right. Fill up my water real quick. But, um... Yeah, you they... tell them it's water. <laughs> Daniel's just, actually pissing just in a pissing cup right now. Just pissing in a cup. Um, 
But, like, The Lord of the Rings did a good job of, like, I feel like entertaining all audiences, whereas at least the first Hobbit movie, I was just like, that's, that was just, like, slapsticky. I know. The whole barrel that was, scene was, like, ten minutes of just, like... That was the worst. <laughs> that was the second movie, right? Was it? Yeah, it might have been the second movie. Yeah, so yeah. that was what happened for me. The first movie I saw wasn't that stoked. Yeah. I wasn't giving up. <laughs> and then I went for, to see the second movie when it came out with... Uh, one of my best friends and that barrel scene happened and I haven't even watched the last one okay after I'm gonna that tell you, I was I was just like I was what? the same way and then I forced myself to watch the last one was it good? no <laughs> like, <laughs> like it was I thought for a second you were gonna give me hope it was it was okay but I feel I'll let you make your judgment I was taken out of it because okay, what made Lord of the Rings trilogy so great was like all the makeup and the effects, right? Or whatever. That was the thing. The Hobbit went the other way. And I know. It was all CGI, like uh, almost across the and board. And that was the thing that uh, Guillermo uh, del Toro was yeah. going to bring to the table. Yeah, he yeah, was yeah. very adamant about staying true to what Lord of the Rings. Yeah. The the original movies that Peter Jack not the original movies the cartoons but the <laughs> yeah yeah the, the Peter trilogy. Jackson yeah. versions he wanted to stay true to that because yeah. that's what made those movies so incredible because you know they won so many Grammys on. Makeup and the costumes, yeah, because it was insane. The uh, yeah, so it loses my, an element. CGI looked really good. Don't get me wrong. Third one, I'm gonna break your heart because oh, like no. the okay, so the Lord of the Rings, the first trilogy, obviously, when they picked up steam, but when they first started, it's probably safe bet that when they started the Hobbit movies, yeah. they had a bigger budget than when they started Lord of the Rings. For movies. sure. Okay. So, I just don't understand what they said. They still could do all that awesome, all those awesome effects and practical effects and, like, the makeup or whatever. I know. All the, so, flash forward to The Hobbit, this is what took me out of it. All the CGI, even the orcs were CGI in, like, motion capture. But in the the final one, um, I forget what character, is it Thorin's, who comes at the end? Is it Thorin's brother? Um, regardless. He's, I'm not sure. Sorry. He com- no, he comes in like the, the, the like the final battle, and okay. he brings like his his own army of troops. Right, but that character. Oh, right, it is his brother. Is it his sorry, brother? I okay, think, yeah, yeah. Well, well, I don't know. <laughs> Somebody's yelling. I'm gonna get someone's gonna be tweeting me or something. Like you got it all wrong, you idiot. No one's but, gonna be uh, tweeting me. Are you kidding? So me? what took me out of it was okay. So all the um, all of them were actors, right? Just in makeup for the mo- the ones that were looks mostly human were just yeah. like with their beards or whatever. Yeah. That character who was played by I can't remember his name. A pretty good, well known actor. His name. I, I'm but so he, bad about actors. He names. was CGI'd. What? Yeah. He was just a regular dude, but CGI like his face looked like Why? like you were playing Xbox. It was, it looked horrible. Why? No no idea. I don't know if maybe the actor wasn't available. No. But but still he still said the lines, so like oh he did my something. God. I, I don't know. I have to look into it. How but could like, they do that? But it was bad. So like, you had it. isn't that isn't that what what was the movie recently? I didn't rough. American Sniper. I didn't watch that, but I heard there was a fake baby. I haven't seen it. I heard the same thing. But it was something. That's what that reminds me of. Almost. I, I saw. <laughs> I couldn't get I saw, a real baby. I saw a gif of it. <laughs> I haven't seen the movie, but I saw a gif of Bradley Cooper holding the fake baby. <laughs> but so in, in like it's like this 
I'm sure when you're watching the movie, you don't see it, but then I guess somebody just, like, cut it, and he's, like, holding the baby and, like, like cradling it in one arm. Okay. And then you can see his thumb is resting underneath the fake baby's arm and is, like, going up and down to make it look like the baby's, like, moving. So no. he's, like, playing puppet with the baby, but you can fully see him, like... <laughs> Like Why? That's the thing, like, I know... Was there a brutal scene where the baby gets hurt? <laughs> I don't know. And so obviously they didn't maybe. want to use a real baby? I, maybe, but still... Or was it just literally But, but the thing is, they're not going to use the real baby for that scene regardless, <laughs> so... Right. Uh, wow, that's... Yeah. That's something else. Yeah, that's, uh... Hollywood's weird, dude. It is. Movies... Movies just in general, like, I feel like that... You have, I know I'm not one to critique people's budgets, but I mean, yeah. I feel like you can... It's if you could spring world. for Bradley Cooper, you could probably spring for yeah. a, a child actor. But at the same time, too, you have to realize there's so many cooks in the kitchen. Oh, yeah. In terms of those big movies that I'm sure so many scripts along the way have just been gutted, yeah. and it's not even the original yeah. draft anymore, and then you got... It's yeah. just so much involved. It's it's amazing that pretty much anything imagine. gets made at all. Yeah. But the most recent example, just because I was watching something on it, is the like this apparently it's a like huge storm happening with the Fantastic Four movie that's coming out or came out this weekend. Oh yeah, I didn't. I don't I, have interest. Really. Me either. Like I'm a huge I'm like, not, superhero comic book guy. I'm not a big superhero comic book guy, but yeah. I do enjoy some superhero movies. Yeah. I'm yeah, just I mean, not the one who's gonna go out. And watch a movie yeah. on my own. Yeah, no, and I hear theater. you. This one just felt like such a cash grab for me. So you haven't because, seen it? I haven't seen it, and I'm not going to. Okay. But anyway, because... Okay, this is going to get... Will you watch it on Netflix? Probably, yeah. Or I might just, like, <laughs> Redbox it or something. You okay. know what I mean? Like, but... Yeah. So, this might get boring. It's going to no, dive go deep. For it. But Let's hear a it. Quick, a quick thing. So when Marvel started making movies, like, with Spider-Man and whatever, right. like, the original ones... They didn't have their own movie studio, so they sold all the rights to those yes, characters. I did hear okay. about that. So that's why Kenny in our band was explaining this. Yes, yeah. he's a huge okay, yeah, comic book guy or like superhero guy. Maybe not comic. Well, he likes comics. Yeah, loves Star Wars, all that. Sure. Stuff. I mean, yeah. not that I don't, but no, I hear you. I'm not as like in the back end. Yeah, I, I, I know. I just he is. I, yeah. I geek out on articles and stuff. Yeah, so they sold the rights to like, so like Sony owned. And still kind of owns um, Spider-Man and, like, and a couple others. And then, like, Fox owns the rights to X-Men. So all okay. the X-Men movies are Fox movies. Uh, Fantastic Four is Fox movie. Like, so the Fox new Deadpool one is Fox. It. So, like, that was before. So then Marvel started their own thing okay. when they got their own studios with, like, Iron Man and the Avengers and all that kind of stuff. Oh, I see. Okay. So that's why all those other ones I knew they got their in. own studio. I just didn't know... Yeah, so that's why what they was can't. Their own. Yeah, so the reason I, no one really wanted a Fantastic Four movie was because those other two came out and they're whatever people didn't weren't crazy about them. Yeah, and the only reason they're making another one is because all those contracts say if they don't make a movie within a certain number of years, yes, I they get the rights. That. Marvel gets the rights back. Yes, so so they're just trying to keep. It's just a cash grab to keep the rights to. Oh man. What a crazy world. But yeah. But talking about all the cooks in the kitchen, apparently, and going back to like yeah. people pushing the greatest show ever or whatever before something's out, they've been doing that for like, oh my like all the reviews have been really bad, but even like last week. Uh, but people are going to see it. Yeah. But even last week, like the, like the director's been like kind of like on a, I mean, again, 
this is all my opinion. But it seems like he's like on a tirade d- defending the movie that nobody's seen yet, and like oh, no. the main actor, I forget what his name, the guy that was um, in Whiplash, the drummer. Oh, um, that's a movie I haven't seen yet. That that's everyone awesome. keeps saying yeah, it's a great. Oh, movie. you drum? Have you seen Whiplash? <laughs> right, right. So that makes me even more. It's just willing to not watch it. Yeah, but it, I hear it's amazing. I I would. I, I would watch it. I will watch it. But um, one of these days, I just don't expect did... it to change your life for drumming. It's just it's less. Oh about, no, I I hear it's just a good movie. It it's has... a, it's, an, it's a tense movie. Yeah. I feel like the the soundtrack is mostly drums. So that's it, pretty cool. So I feel like that's I'm where in. the the intensity comes from because yeah. like it's just like driving. Sounds good in, to me. Yeah, it, it's good. I'm in. I'm, I'm not very good about watching movies though. I don't. Oh, I'm terrible. I yeah. get very antsy. I'm at home. If I try to watch a movie, I'll just think about everything else I could be doing with my time. <laughs> yeah. And then, so usually it's just 20 minute episodes of Frasier or yeah. The Office, just TV shows in general. It's so much easier. I can yeah. watch an episode, be done with it, and move on, get some work done. Yeah. Do something. Watching you know I mean? watching movies at home, I've noticed take me forever. Like it's I was, hard. Like that's why going to theater is nice sometimes. Like I. I don't like it in the sense that it's too expensive, <laughs> right. but like sometimes if we're on the road and we have a day off and there's time to see a movie, I'm in. Yeah. It's nice to kind of sit down and just yeah, not be distracted. I was watching a movie the other day here just on the couch hanging out, but like the same way, like not that I get distracted, but like I'll be like, crap, I need to do this. And like, yeah. even though I don't need to, but like, so yeah. a two hour movie takes me like three yes. and a half hours because exactly. I just keep pausing and I can't do and it. Doing whatever. I'm the worst at it. Yeah. But, but. anyway, so we covered movies. <laughs> movies. <laughs> just <laughs> crapping all over them. Music. Yeah. What have you been listening to lately? Oh, man. Um, Anything new that's. Well, going back to being really bad at listening to new stuff. Um, yeah. I've been bouncing all over the place. And I tend to, depending on like what genre I'm in at the time. And just yeah. In general, entertainment, I feel like yeah. I bounce around. Whether it be... Well, music I listen to all the time, but the genre. But whether it be like if I'm reading, I'll, like, right. re- I'll read solidly, solidly for like a month. And then I'll just right. like kind of stop. Mm-hmm. And then like watch TV for like a month. And then I'll stop. <laughs> but, bounce um, around. But music... Um, Fresh on my mind is a new Frank Turner album. I listened to that yesterday. Got it. That was, that's killer. Okay. Um, new. I'm trying to think of new stuff. I've been actually going, using Spotify a lot to go back, to like albums I might have missed. Ah, okay. Up. Interesting. So like, um, because we talked about this on the episode with Brent, like, because I lived up north of Tampa and it was yeah. kind of like, it's a rural area and it's more country, so it was a lot more of just like people listening to country music, like, yeah. mostly across the board, so I had to find a lot of my... I mean, I wasn't, like, some kind of, like... I wasn't blazing a trail or anything, but I was just kind right. of finding music on my own. Yeah. And, uh, so, a lot of... Like, for example, Thrice is, like, one of my favorite bands, but I didn't right. get into them until, like, college, because mm-hmm. they just weren't on my radar when I, yeah. they should have been. So... Yeah, that happens. Um, I've been doing a lot of going back and listening to albums that I probably should have listened to a long time ago. I probably should do that as well. <laughs> I've been listening... The new Tame Impala. Have you heard that band? No. Oh man. But I trust you because you've given me some good recommendations. Tame Impala. You should I'll listen it. to the new I'll album. It's called now. Currents. It is so good. That's one band that they've. I mean, it's one guy. His name is Kevin Parker, I believe. He's Australian. 
He writes and records all the instruments. Okay. Sings. But he has uh, two albums before this one that are a little more psychedelic rock. And I heard some of the stuff, and it's cool. But I never really latched onto it mm-hmm. fully. And then these new songs started to come out. And they're poppier, and I just gravitate towards that yeah. more. And it's it's so good. The new album's great. Um, I love it. Speaking of like going poppier, yeah. kind of. Um, but this is just I me. love pop. Yeah, this is just me being. I mean, I've been a, a fanboy of him since I was young. But mm-hmm. um, have you listened to the new Andrew McMahon album? No, his new project. Quote unquote. His new project. I hear it's is, good though. I yeah. I have heard a song or two, but I haven't heard. They play all one of song it. on the radio like all the time. Oh yeah, which is cool. That's cool. But um, I've been a fan of him since obviously like the something corporate days and all that kind of stuff. But, yeah, our merch guy slash assistant tour manager, Danny. Mm-hmm. He loves loves anything he does. Something yeah. corporate, uh, Jack's mannequin. Mm-hmm. So he, he's been yeah. telling me about the new album, but it's, I haven't really. He's heard had it. an interesting career, and I mean, because yeah, I've been following it since I was like cool. a teenager. But like, yeah, so he started stuff corporate, and then started Jack's Mannequin, which was supposed to be. I feel like he started a bunch of solo projects that morphed into not being solo projects, right? So like, something corporate was a sen- or I mean, sorry, Jack's Mannequin was essentially he wrote the first album by himself mm-hmm. and just had like friends playing. Like uh, Tommy Lee played drums on the first album. What? Because they're friends. Yeah. Wait, Tommy Lee from Motley Crue. Yeah. No. Yeah, I swear to God. Oh my yeah. god. So the first album is just kind of like a collection of songs that he wrote. Like that. he played on the Jack's Mannequin yeah, album. The first one, I swear. That is the best thing I've heard. <laughs> I had no idea. Yeah. So, I'm learning so much. So then that turned into like an actual band. I'm just all I can think of now. Like I'll listen to that. I want to listen to that album on the way home. Just him rotating this, like on the rest. And I'm just gonna like play the album and just picture him in the studio. Yeah. And the, just, the crazy thing oh is gosh, like that's, that's probably great. out of. I mean, I hate to say like Andrew McMahon's the like I'm talking like he's the only guy. Like obviously those bands had like really good musicians and stuff. Right. Or it was more than just him and stuff. But out of his career, I feel like that first Jackson Megan record is probably... It's like, amazing. It's probably the, first, the top for me. What was the name of it again? Uh, Everything in Transit. Yes, that's right. But um, That's a great one. Yeah, so then he, he made that, and then it kind of... Jackson Megan turned into, like, it's a solid band. Yeah. And then he then they ended that, and then he start, he made one EP just under his name. Oh, Andrew okay. McMahon. And I think it had, like, four songs on it. that's kind of how it started? Well... Kind of, but that Isn't, one, it had some good wait, stuff. Wait, well, was that when Jack's Mannequin was still a band? No. Or was this after they I think it was after they, done? yeah, they, they were done. Okay. And then it was more, definitely going more, I mean, he's always had kind of like pop sensibilities and stuff. Right. Like, he writes something oh, of course. crazy, but yeah. it was def- that EP was a lot more like synthesizer okay. kind of cool. like drum beat stuff. I'm in. Um, I love that stuff. Yeah, it was really good. That's why the new Tegan and Sarah record, or the latest one? Yeah. I just now heard it. Yeah. Over the last couple weeks. Really? Never listened, listened to it. it yeah. It's so good. Yeah. That's awesome. It's so poppy, but it's it's yeah. not my favorite Tegan and Sarah album, but I, it's, yeah. I was impressed. I have no... I, I like pop music as long as it's... I don't feel like I'm getting stupid listening yeah. to it. Like You know, it's like, really good. Yeah. Have you heard... No, I'm you, not saying they are. I'm saying yeah. like, like some people think like I just don't... I mean, I like whatever kind of music. Well, there it's has just, to be it's... some art element yeah, to it, exactly. instead of just reproducing sure. what's already out I there. I feel like that's but... why I always kind of gravitate towards those kind of guys. But then, yeah. 
But yeah, to cool. go back, listen to that new album because then yeah. he rebranded himself as Andrew McMahon in the wilderness and then dropped the new album last year. Um, in the wilderness. Yeah. So it's like wait, all one that's word. the whole name. Andrew McMahon in the wilderness Why? is like his new project. That's <laughs> I don't know, but that's... so because apparently like oh the band names to say, or well, artist yeah, names. Yeah, right. Here but we go. Because that way, he, I guess to so people know like he has like a band with him, kind of, but. The new album is kind of a mix oh, of like. Wait, so in the wilderness is like. I guess it's the, like it's like the project the name, I guess. But the cool part is, he painted himself into a point where he could, like I've seen him live the past, like the past couple of years, so yeah. he can play. He's play live. He plays like something corporate stuff and Jack's Manikin stuff and new stuff. So he's like, that's cool. So like when he when it was Jack's Manikin, he would play maybe a something corporate quote unquote cover. Right. Because it was a different band. But now it's kind of... It's all kind of like yeah. under his umbrella. That's pretty cool. But... Man. So we cover music. <laughs> Tommy Lee on drums. <laughs> Tommy Lee on drums. Now I'm trying to... I feel like I'm interviewing now. Take it. So... <laughs> we can change the... the we name. haven't touched on TV shows, I guess. There's something about... <laughs> just in terms of like entertainment and like music, movies, TV shows. I think about a lot... This might get a little dark. No, go whatever. For it. It's all good. For instance, when I watched Breaking Bad, like when it was, we're re- rewatching that now. Yeah, it's great, yeah. and I love that show. But when I was getting to the point where there was maybe a season or two left, I was watching it as the show was mm-hmm. airing, and I would always have this fear that I would die before <laughs> I got to see the end of it. What? That's crazy. Not always have the fear, but it'd be in the back of my mind. Yeah. Like, oh man, what if? Because you never know, anything yeah. could happen. So, oh man, what if I somehow died before, and I wouldn't be able to see break, the end of Breaking Bad? <laughs> That's amazing. And that would be my like probably like my last dying Your thought dying at that time. Was like, what did Walter White? I was do? like, damn it, Vince Gilligan. <laughs> That's uh Tell me the end. That's awesome. So I I have moments of that when I'm really looking forward to something being released. Yeah. It could be a movie, yeah. new album. I just—is that weird? I get, I get it. I don't. I'm not gonna say. I'm not gonna say I've ever done it, but I get. I but get I, where it's I don't know. From. I just have that, that thought from time. It's not something yeah. I dwell on in a dark way, really. It's just you just don't know. <laughs> Meanwhile, you're in a bubble in your room. What? <laughs> just I just picture you like a movie gets announced that you want to see, so you just yeah. like buy a plastic bubble just to like exactly. But it's like something like that, like a movie, like for instance, like last year when they announced Star Wars. Yeah, I hope I'm around. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be out in December. <laughs> I want to see it. All right, I think you'll make it till Christmas. Um, I'll, I'll text you every day. I'm serious though. Yeah, that's crazy, dude. Where do you think that comes from? I don't know. I think. I guess over the last few years, just having, like, I don't know, friends, family members pass away. Yeah. From the time to time, I just think about mortality a lot. And not even... I mean, I do the same thing. So, yeah, this isn't so me, like, I mean, I know it. you and I, like, you know, you've had some things you've gone through, too. Mm-hmm. And it's, for me, it's dwelling on death and, maybe not dwelling, but considering just how we're mortal... But, okay, so for me, honestly, I feel like it's good. Although, over the last few years, I've had friends, family pass away. Obviously, tragic, and it's never easy. 
But there is a Winston Churchill quote that I love mm-hmm. that my pastor, uh, Tommy Phillips at Watermark, he'll yeah. reference this occasionally in a sermon or whatever it might be. Mm-hmm. And it's the quote is, uh, death is the tuning fork of life. Yeah. And it I really, it's a good way to just look around and realize everything is temporary. It's short on this earth and it's good to reflect on that so i don't mean no dude when i'm thinking about star wars if i want (laughs) to see it like it is a joke but it is true in the sense and yeah it's just so it's kind of one of those things that i try to enjoy life as it is now and be very as present as i can be yeah and enjoy the things around me and friends and I totally interactions agree. and and not be mad at people and because yep. it's so easy to feel like you hate people or sure you go on Facebook and you want to unfriend everybody <laughs> especially now that election season is picking right. up and all this stuff you just realize who you want to unfriend yeah but it the four year purge <laughs> exactly so you know I just try to really focus as much as i can on on being in the moment yeah i know that sounds cliche no, 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 no. But, but it makes sense but it's and hard to it really is it's a constant reminder though it's so easy to get lost in the motion of life yeah and you just and then something happens and you lose somebody and it, it just completely yeah. centers you back to where you need to be yeah and then you veer off again and it's like this so it, it does yeah. center you in a way to be thankful for the things you have and the yeah. people you have currently. And sure, I hear that a lot. Um, what what I'm trying to say? What kind of always bring my my always, my always go to example is, um, not example, but like say I'm driving and somebody is for like better terms is driving like an idiot and cuts me off or whatever. Right. It's really easy for me to, and I mean I do get yeah. like pissed off or totally. Um, yell at myself in the car it happens sometimes but then then after that happens for the most part i'm like my go-to is like what if they're on the way to the hospital or something and they yeah they're driving like an idiot because they need to get somewhere like they could just be an ass but they could not be it's so insane to me how we can just by being encased in this (laughs) car Right, we separate yeah. any type of human aspect to the person next exactly. to you. That's what I was going to say. You, like, just, yeah. you think it's just this object that right. got in your way and <laughs> you just lose yeah. all all of your composure. Yeah, and over even it. not even like <laughs> not even like road rage, but like yeah. um just even like people that are outside like you're obviously very very aware of like yourself and then like your family and your friends, but then like right. sometimes it's even hard just like people you don't know. Like, yeah. I always try to make it an effort, like, even if, like... No, it's true. At a grocery store. It's a constant Like, I always struggle. talk to, like, yeah. You always... It's always... It's always gonna be a struggle your whole life. Anybody. It's hard. You, you have to constantly... But the more you practice that mindset, it does become easier. Yeah, it's definitely a muscle to, to, to yeah. work out. Because it's yeah. so easy just to write off everybody and think that yeah. the world is going to hell and it's hopeless and everyone is sure. an idiot and yeah i and touched on true, that i don't think i touched on that a little bit with my last episode i think people are too negative yeah that's, i hear that i try to be I tr- it's easy to be negative yeah. 
I tr- that's the problem. Yeah, I try to be as positive as I can be, but I yeah. know a lot of times I'm not. And I know a lot of, I'm very well aware of the fact that a lot of perception of me, whether it be on social media or whatever, is like probably a negative person. Yeah. But in recent years, I have made it, I made an effort to cut that down and. Right. That's good. And, but even, even to the point where like, I still might post a, like a cranky thing. Right. For the most part, it's for a joke. I'm not. And like, you know what I mean? Tongue in cheek. Sure. Just being, making a joke about something. Like there are plenty of reasons to look at behavior and, and other people and just be blown away and you have to try to make light of it or laugh about it. Yeah. And that's fine to make fun of it or, you know, but I'll try not to at least condemn anybody right? and well, write them off. And the thing is, too, everybody has just as much baggage as yeah. you do. Uh, but also on the flip side, I can't stand when people use their baggage as an excuse to be a jerk yeah. like everyone's in the same boat whether, I mean it's yeah. different circumstances it's all but like, your attitude and how you cool. take the situation yeah yeah and that's like another thing even you know because I'm a Christian and obviously Christians aren't always gonna be Christian like <laughs> yeah but that's the thing I mean we're not all perfect and it's always gonna be struggle and so for me, like, even when there are Christians that are out of line, and it makes anyone who's outside of that faith to look at us as a whole and sure. think everyone's like that, like Westboro Baptist. Yeah, or, yeah. or, like, that's maybe an extreme, but sure. anyone who's not truly living a Christian life, you would think they're being too religious. Like, Westboro, yeah. like, they're too... I'm trying to word it the right way. Sorry. No, um, so basically someone like that, you're going to look at them and think they're extremists. Mm-hmm. They're out of line. And I would argue they are not Christian enough because the message does not teach to be self-righteous yeah. and, and look down on anyone else. It's, it's really just yeah. to love others and serve others and not be a dick. Right. That's that's my whole thing, too. Like, and this kind of ties in with what we were just talking about, like, um, people just having just as much baggage or whatever. Um, Because I got, I mean, I'm Christian, too. Mm -hmm. And I, like, I I went away for a while, and I'm just now starting to kind of come back to it. That's good. Like, I mean, I mean, back to it, meaning just church in general. Um, It's good to wrestle with. Oh yeah, absolutely. I wrestle believe. all the time. I mean, but like, I got burned when I was younger because, like, when I was younger, I was really into like the youth group, like when I was a teenager and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, and then I just got I got burned, and I was I focused a lot on the faults and stuff, and then my Noel, my of wife, people said in the church, yeah, okay. like just like yeah, I got I saw a lot of like, I mean, I hate. I'll flat out say I hate like church politics and stuff, and I'll probably never like work in a church just mm-hmm. because, like, I'm just not one to be in that environment. Like, right. I'll go to church, but I won't. Like, yeah, you know, whatever. But so when I was younger, I saw a lot of like behind the veil and nothing like terrible, but like it's, Put a bad it was essentially like, for lack of better terms, like Wizard of Oz, where it's like this great thing, yeah. and then you realize like it's just people behind mm-hmm. there. 
And then Noel said something recently, I mean, a couple months ago, maybe like a year ago. Like, we were just talking, we talk about, like, religion and stuff mm-hmm. a lot. Um, to the point where she just said, basically, like, yeah, but the church is just a collection of just people that and are... And that's the point. And the people I mean, that work there. And it, and throughout the Bible, you yeah. see examples. The, yeah. These leaders in the Bible, they were flawed, too. Yeah. They weren't perfect, and that was... That's what's beautiful about yeah. it. God used them regardless. Yeah. And we... No one's going to get it right. Sure. There are always going to be some churches that are going to be corrupt. Mm-hmm. Maybe not all of them, though. So it's... it's yeah, because I went through the same thing when yeah. I was younger, and I, I took it as a generalization. Yeah, of the I did the same thing, and, yeah. and that's not fair. No, not and at no all. No one should do that, no matter what, for any type of religion or way of life. You can't just group mm-hmm. everyone in the same pool. Yeah, I'm I'm really attracted to churches and people, like just being open and saying, yeah, like, yes. whatever. I'm flawed. I think my issue was is coming from and always is. Like, yeah, you're flawed, and everybody knows you're flawed. But the people that pretend that they're not, and that's where it for kinda, sure that's, well, that's, 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 that's the where self the bad, righteous. That's where the bad taste came from, and I was kind of lumping them. Like you said, I was yeah. generalizing them all together. Yeah, and, and it's not fair. And I feel like honestly, there has been more of a movement over the last decade, yeah, in our generation that there is a lot more. At least I think I see a lot more openness mm-hmm. in Christianity and. In how we treat others, especially with, like, the gay rights movement. Um, yeah, absolutely. Obviously, you're going to read more about the Christians opposing it, but I feel like at least people I speak to in Christianity and just people at my church, it, there is more of a loving attitude yeah. towards others now, and it's refreshing, and it gives me hope, and it's <laughs> like... Yeah, and that's that's what it is. That's what Christianity is. You know, it's like it's, you can't. This is gonna this is gonna sound rough. Okay, but let's hear bear it. Bear with me. But like, let's hear it. Because this is gonna sound pompous and the lead up to sound rough. But bear with me. I because I studied sociology in okay. college. So, and one one of my professors one time said something that is true and stuck with me. And I guess kind of about like social issues, mm-hmm. not necessarily just the church. This right. could be anything, but like, right. This is this is where it's gonna get this on. is where it's gonna get dark. But okay. any social issue, or i or any idea, whether it be like um, racism or mm-hmm. um, or gay rights not being a thing or people being against it or whatever it is, it gets to a point where slowly those people like it's their new being accept, accepting of those things. It's a newer mentality. Like For sure. like our generation's cool with it. So like. The dark part is it's pretty much just a matter of waiting until those people that hold those ideas essentially die. die. Yeah. I mean, before and then, they see Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> before they see Star Wars. <laughs> but like, it sounds it sounds it's a crappy thing to say, and I mean it's not ideal. But then also people also pass no, I mean, their that, stuff down to their kids, so it's a slow process. But I think there's always gonna be racism. Yeah. There's it's not always gonna, go gonna be. Yeah. There's always gonna be people that are gonna hate others for whatever they believe and yeah. if they're homosexual or transgender or just anything like that and it's it's a shame but I think there is more openness now than ever Absolutely. before yeah. of people and and yeah. look it's you know it's 
everyone's a person. It's, That's the thing too. Like the we cool- all have our differences, our struggles, yeah. and whether you even if you don't agree with it, even if you don't agree with Just, any yeah. of these things that are going on, it you don't have to be hateful towards it. Yeah, well, you was, can still be accepting. I don't know. It's hard to. No, you know, I hear you. Uh, um, you know what I mean? I'm to help you out if you need it. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, it's I. It's just a really complicated. Not complicated, but. Well, it's just, we're all. The great everything's thing. Everything's so polarized. The great thing about being people and humans yeah. is that, like, you're. Everyone's allowed to have different ideas about whatever. Yeah. Um, but also, just don't be a jerk to somebody who's yeah. different. But. Um, if we're going back to the Christianity thing, I was actually last night I was having di- uh, Noel and I were having dinner. We were talking a, a Did lot she about make some stuff. The dinner? No, to her office. I still made her eat in the kitchen. <laughs> oh um, man! But like, I love how we're talking about social rights and <laughs> and we're just stereotyping uh, your wife. It's um, as just a, it's so rough. Um, I'm just kidding, but but. We're all talk- joking, people. <laughs> I was talking to her about um, the term of the church, which I'm sure you're a... I mean, it's from the Bible, but, like, I hate the term, the quote-unquote front lines, like, be on the front lines of, like, of like the faith or whatever. And, like, I feel that it's been construed as whatever you believe, if you're a Christian, that the to front line... Th- yeah, it's to be aggressive. Right. Like, you're fighting some kind of battle. Like, someone's mm. trying... Like, no one definitely missing the point. Yeah, it's missing the point. And front lines, I feel, is just a term being like just be good to people mm-hmm. and like more behave in a good way rather than yeah. yell at people to try to get them to yeah. say that they're wrong or agree with whatever. You know what I mean? I guess my problem is with what's the phrase or the word? <sighs> I guess fundamental beliefs in Christianity. You're going to have, it just feels like there's a cookie cutter way to believe. Oh, absolutely. What you believe in Christianity and everything has to be, you have to follow these guidelines. You have to, you can drink, you can't smoke, you can't say shit. You can't do these things. You can't, you can't agree with gay marriage. You can't. And, and these are things like, it's crazy to me. I feel like. Christianity has always been a movement. You read the Bible and you see that there's always a push forward to to move on and and, and have these new ideas, mm-hmm. whether it was even like uh, women's rights, even in the Bible, like there were... Yeah. There, I mean, uh, people may say, well, there was a lot of persecution on women and they, were, they weren't regarded as equals yeah. to men, which is true, but there were definitely, you read stuff and there's... A shift in that there's exactly yeah, Christian. Oh, I don't know. Sorry, I'm getting too. No, no, it's this, all good. I, I feel like, like I feel like, the, and I, I mean, I think everyone understands that we're not just like crap, just crap saying, dumping on. I mean, because we're I, both just because Christian, you're a Christian so. doesn't, and, and you don't, and just because you're a Christian like myself, and you're not against gay marriage, I'm not against gay marriage, and it's like I drink beers and drink right, whiskey, exactly. I smoke cigars, and. Yet, some people may think I'm not a Christian. Yeah, or a bad one. Yeah, right. Yeah, so yeah, I hear you. And going into like the cookie cutter, yeah, like why can't we just yeah? Why can't we just focus on the main, the central message of Christianity, 
that <laughs> just be nice. God came right. in the form yeah. of a man, Jesus, and died for us. Yeah, all us of our sins, gave us grace, mercy. Right. That's like that's and and we're here to love others. Yeah, and, and if you want message. to, so and if like, somebody doesn't believe that, and if someone doesn't believe then that, then who cares? It's yes. fine. I don't know. Anyway, also if you is... do believe so, yeah, we're getting somewhere. <laughs> but also, people are if, like, "This is getting way too." This is weird. Sorry, but um, so that all to say is essentially we roped you all into a sermon, people. <laughs> all that kidding. to say is essentially you're just really scared that you might die before Star Wars. Yes. So I'm assuming you didn't pre-order tickets. <laughs> Not yet. You don't do hey, a lot man. of pre-orders. <laughs> I may die, or the rapture will happen. No, I'm just kidding. Spend a lot of money. Not Before the rapture. it happens, Come on, the dude. rapture for <laughs> the Reed rapture. Oh gosh. Oh god. Yeah, that was one thing I would. Oh, never mind. Whatever. This is gonna. It's whatever. A whole other thing. <laughs> I don't want it. Uh, <laughs> people are just gonna be listening and maybe upset people. I don't no, know. it's anyway. fine. I, I think everyone knows that we're joking and like when we're talking, we're not like. Yeah. We're, we're just. I don't know. We're, no, but these we're are both. things I think about. Yeah, you know, and I it's and I, I'm tired of people. Not talking about it that much. I feel like sure people, well, and, and not whether the, it's in the Christian community or just even among friends about what's going on with all, yeah. all these shootings and like all there's so yeah. many things going on and it makes you feel like the world is going to hell. But it, I mean, all in all, there it, th- these things are being talked about. Yeah, to an extent. I mean, we're and doing it now, and, and I feel like this there. is what's important. Like, not my podcast is important, but like, yeah. I feel there's less people talking about it and more people just tweeting, yelling, yelling things about it. There's more it. tweets than talking about <laughs> right, it. Yeah. For sure. But it, at least it's something and it has led people to dip into this discussion because yeah. you, otherwise some of these things that have been happening around the world you wouldn't have known without Absolutely. social media and the internet. Sure. And it's an amazing thing. Well, everything that happened in Egypt was all because of, wasn't that all Twitter essentially? Uh, like that, that, yes. Yeah. So let's just. So and it's crazy. So it's. I want to hear less about a lion and more about. <laughs> Can I say I don't know what the hell happened with the lion? I don't either, to be honest. I know. Look, <laughs> that's another. That's another hot topic, but. But another big hot topic issue. is apparently Gwen Stefani is divorcing Gavin Rossdale, and my Facebook has not shut up about it. I know nothing yeah, of exactly. this. Exactly. Consider yourself lucky. Oh, apparently no. that's oh, no. that's the important issue. Oh gosh. But um anyway, now we're just getting into weird social media rants. So Yeah. Um do you wanna before we wrap up, do you wanna mention anything that you're doing? Plug the new EPs or anything? Um, I just did it for you. Reed has two EPs that you should go <laughs> check out. Yeah, listen to them. Yeah. You might hate it, you might like it. Uh you might they're, they're, not even listen to it. They're good. I like them. But, yeah, sure. Yeah, listen to those. <laughs> they're on. I'll, uh, I'm writing more. It's for that's fun. Awesome. That's cool. Yeah, I don't know. Might play you know, shows eventually. Bandcamp? Why not? Yeah, if you go to, you can look on iTunes. It's, type in read, R-E-E-D. It's spelled the right way. And then look up either the Dissipate EP or Carry You. It'll pop up on iTunes, it's on Spotify, it's on Bandcamp. Go to readmurray.bandcamp.com. <laughs> oh, I hate saying this stuff. No, it's all good, dude. I mean, I hate it, but you know, I I'll feel, put a, I'll I put feel an awkward. In, I'll put an intro on the beginning of the episode. So, Thank you. Yeah, I'm you trying to think if there's anything else. Um, 
You could... If you wanted to buy some old Carolhood shirts. You could <laughs> look up Carolhood, too. Yeah. We didn't even get into that, man. Yeah. We're going to work on more stuff soon, hopefully. That's awesome. It's been a while, yeah. but... Carolhood. Look it up. <laughs> <laughs> and plug. All right, man. Uh, is there anything else? Is there anything else you wanted to ask? Or I mean, we touch on everything? I don't know. We, we went from... We went all over the place. Music, movies, shows, religion, lions. Gwen <laughs> <laughs> <Gwen's laughs> Stefani. Oh, man. That's think, a pretty broad range. I think right we're there. good, man. I think we did pretty well. All right, man. Let's um, wrap it. So do I just say bye, or what happens um, here? I think we're... Tr- I say we, like, is it, it isn't just me doing this podcast. <laughs> Might have a, a, a tagline if you want to say um is this the first time we're doing the n- no 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 it's just really oh. awkward because i'm gonna say it and people are gonna hear it and okay. it's really stupid it's just it could be worse like it could i'm be. supposed to say that if you <laughs> now it's just this awkward ass thing <laughs> <laughs> this tagline could be worse it could be worse could be worse <laughs> all right man that was and awesome the end and bye guys bye Boss, everybody's done Friends through eternity, loyalty, honesty.